Hello, this is Caleb with God's Loving Sacrifice Podcast, where we talk about the Word of God and how it helps us get through today's world. I hope you learn and grow as you listen. Today, I want to talk about something that's very important, and that's when Jesus asks Peter about, do you love me? And one of the things he said is, feed my sheep. And that's what we're supposed to do. I know we're supposed to go into the world and preach the gospel to every creature, but what about those people that we talk to? What about those people who believe? Do we just walk away and leave them? How do they learn how to live a Christian life? And I know a lot of people says that's what the pastors are for, but we're all given gifts by God, and those gifts are supposed to be used for the church or for the family of God. So we should use the gifts that God gives us to feed his sheep. John 21, 15 through 19 says, So when they had eaten breakfast, Jesus said to Simon Peter, Simon, son of Jonah, do you love me more than these? He said to him, Yes, Lord, you know that I love you. And he said to him, Feed my lambs. He said to him a second time, Simon, son of Jonah, do you love me? He said to him, Yes, Lord, you know that I love you. He said to him, Tend my sheep. Then he said to him a third time, Simon, son of Jonah, do you love me? Peter was grieved because he had said to him the third time, Do you love me? And he said to him, Lord, you know all things, and you know that I love you. And Jesus said to him, Feed my sheep. Most assuredly, I say to you, when you were younger, You girded yourself and walked where you wished. And when you were old, you will stretch out your hands and another will gird you and carry you where you do not wish. This he spoke, signifying by what death he would glorify God. And when he had spoken this, he said to them, follow me. That is such a strong passage. Feed my sheep and follow me. If we follow him and we follow the way he lived his life, then we'll spend our time feeding his sheep. Isaiah 40.11 says he will feed his flock like a shepherd. He will gather the lambs with his arms and carry them in his bosom and gently lead those who are with young. And that's what we need to be concerned about, the young Christians. Are we living our lives so that those young Christians know how to live their lives, how to go through the trials and the tribulations that they're going to run into? Are we using our spiritual gifts to give them an advantage, to let them see that God has something for all of us? He has a purpose for all of us. He has love for all of us, and we should love him. We should feed his sheep, and we should follow him. Jeremiah 23, 1-4 says, Woe to the shepherd who destroys and scatters the sheep of my pasture, says the Lord. Therefore, thus says the Lord God of Israel against the shepherds who feed my people, You have scattered my flock, driven them away, and not attended to them. Behold, I will attend to you for the evil of your doings, said the Lord. But I will gather the remnant of my flock out of all the countries where I've driven them and bring them back to their folds. 
and they shall be fruitful and increase. And I will set up shepherds over them who will feed them. And they shall fear no more, nor be dismayed, nor shall they be lacking, says the Lord. That's what we're supposed to do. We are not supposed to scatter the sheep. We're not supposed to testify to someone and they say, yes, they want to get saved. They love the Lord. And then you just drop them. Do you read the Bible with them? Do you minister to them? Do you help them? What do you do? Do you say, well, that's somebody else's job, not mine? Pretty soon we're going to start talking about spiritual gifts, and you're going to find out that that is your job. 1 Corinthians 3, 1-3 says, And I, brethren, could not speak to you as to a spiritual people, but as to carnal, as to babies in Christ. I fed you with milk and not with solid food, for now you were not able to receive it. And even now you are still not able, for you are still carnal. For where there is envy, strife, and division among you, are you not carnal and behaving like mere men? And that's what we need to do. We need to see these young Christians. We need to show them. We need to feed them with milk, and we need to make them ready for the solid food of the Word of God. And that's some of the things that, as I see it, some of us as Christians are not doing. I am as guilty of this as anyone else, because everywhere I go, I talk about God. Most of the people I don't know, so I don't know if it's fallen on stony ground or in, on good ground, but we need to make sure that those around us are being ministered to in the proper way so that they can learn the way to live Christ-like life. Galatians 6, 6-10 through 10 says, Let him who is taught the word share all the good things with him who teaches, be not deceived, God is not mocked, for whatever man sows, that will he also reap. For he who sows to his flesh will of flesh reap corruption. He who sows to the Spirit will of the Spirit reap everlasting life. And let us not grow weary while doing good, for in due season we shall reap if we do not lose heart. Therefore, as we have opportunity, let us do good to all, especially those who are in the household of faith. We need to minister to each other. You know, older Christians need as much encouragement as younger Christians do. There's so many times that I could take an encouraging word. And if there was just that one person who would speak up and tell me, that would be absolutely wonderful. Matthew 9, 35-38 says, Then Jesus went about all the cities and villages, teaching in their synagogues, preaching the gospel of the kingdom and healing every sickness and every disease among the people. But when he saw the multitude, he was moved with compassion for them because they were weary and scattered like sheep having no shepherd. Then he said to his disciples, the harvest is truly plentiful, but the laborers are few. Therefore pray the Lord of the harvest to send out laborers into his harvest. And that's what we are. We are the laborers. I used to sing, and I know I'm talking about music again, but I used to sing a song that said, My house is full, but my fields are empty. Who will go and work for me today? It seems my children all want to stay around my table, but no one wants to work in my fields. And at times that are, is so true, that going out in the field, going out and speaking to people, going out and teaching people, going out and discussing with people, 
It's very hard. It is not the easiest thing, and it is not always the pastor's job. How do I know it's not always the pastor's job? Because the Holy Spirit gives us spiritual gifts. These spiritual gifts are not the gifts of the Holy Spirit, but they're spiritual gifts. And I want to talk about them. I'm going to read you some scriptures that talk about them. Romans 12, 3 through 8 says, For I say, through the grace given to me, to everyone who is among you, not to think of himself more highly than he ought to think, but to think soberly as God has dealt to each one a measure of faith. For as we have many members in one body, but all members do not have the same function. So we, being many, are one body in Christ and individual members of one another. Having then gifts differing according to the grace that is given to us, let us use them. If prophecy, let us prophesy in proportion to our faith. Our ministry, let us use our ministry. He who teaches in teaching, he who exhorts in exhortation, he who gives with liberality, he who leads with diligence, he who sows mercy with cheerfulness. There you have spiritual gifts of prophecy, teaching, ministry, exhortation, giving, leading, mercy. Those are spiritual gifts that God gives us, the Holy Spirit gives us. Do you know what your gift is? Have you tried to figure out what your gift is? Something you might want to look at because that's where the church needs you with that gift. 1 Corinthians 12, 27 through 30 says, Now you are the body of Christ and the members individually, and God has appointed these in the church. First apostles, second prophets, third teachers, after that miracles, then gifts of healing, administrations, variety of tongues, are all apostles, are all prophets, are all teachers, are all workers of miracles, do all have gifts of healing, do all speak in tongues, do all interpret, but earnestly desire the best gifts, and yet I show you a more excellent way. There you have the gifts of apostle, the gift of prophets, teachers, miracles, the gift of healing, helps, administration, variety of tongues. Those are all gifts. Those are all gifts that that we have, and we use those gifts to grow the body of Christ. When he says, feed my sheep, These gifts that he gives you, that's what they're for, to feed his sheep. I want to leave you with one scripture, and I think it kind of sums up everything. It's 1 Peter 4, 7 through 11. But the end of all things is at hand. Therefore, be serious and watchful in your prayers. And above all things, have fervent love for one another. For love will cover a multitude of sins. Be hospitable to one another without grumbling. As each one has received a gift, minister it to one another. As good stewards of the manifold grace of God, 
If anyone speaks, let him speak as the oracles of God. If anyone ministers, let him do it with the ability which God supplies, that in all things God may be glorified through Jesus Christ, to whom the glory and the domination forever and ever. Amen. I pray that you enjoyed today's episode. If you have any comments or questions, you can leave a message by contacting me on the website at www.godslovingsacrifice.com. And while you're there, you can catch up on all the other episodes, check out the reviews, and even read the blog. You can also leave a comment on Facebook at God's Loving Sacrifice. Thank you for spending time with us today. And until next time, may God richly bless and keep you.